It's time for the sports show for guys who know sports. Texarkana's longest-running sports talk show. With Zach and the Professor on 107.9, The Fan. Welcome to the program. Chuck, Zach, Tony Kirk with you this afternoon. <clears throat> Debating the merits of should we all just get more dogs? I think you need another dog. That's where we are today. Yeah, you guys did. I didn't tell you guys the story, obviously. No, you didn't. And I didn't bring it up because nah. it was too soon. You know, is it, you know, it's it's like, not even been a week. I'm bringing like, it up now. It's like Gilbert Godfrey. It's too soon. Oh, uh, which I went home and watched that joke, by the way. Yeah. That's you crude. You couldn't put it on the radio, could no, you? No, you could no, not. you could not. And, None and of not that funny. It's funny, the delivery. Yeah. And it's funny, the reaction. Yeah. Well, the joke wasn't that funny. No. It was crude. No, which is why he's not a genius or yeah, Mount he's Rushmore. No genius. Whatever it is a T-High guy thinks he is. I think it was... Uh, uh, not T.I. guy. I mean, not T.I. guy, but uh, sci-fi guy. Sci-fi yeah. guy. Sorry about that, T.I. the wrong guy. My, my, yeah, don't take that on me. Sorry yeah. about that, T.I. Anyway, so I left here last Friday. Yep. And went home. This, he's not making light here, folks. No, he's I'm not. This story. is the honest to God truth. I'm, I, I went home, and my routine when I leave here is I go to the house, I get my dogs, I take them out, we, they go running. Take them out to take a local go, field, wherever. let them run around. There's three or four different places I take them. They go running. And I got out of my car, and my old dog, who I've had for 11 years, who's always at the fence waiting for me. Or anybody else that walks by. That's <laughs> true, too. Wasn't at the fence. Yeah. And one of the other two was, I got out of my car, and I looked across my yard, and there's my big white dog laying in the middle of the yard. And when I closed the door and she didn't move, I knew that dog... Going over the, what do they call it, the Rainbow, Rainbow Bridge. Bridge. Yeah. Whatever that is. They Going were... over the Rainbow Bridge and was barking at somebody over there now. Yeah, but anyway, so that dog's gone. Yeah. That's sad. I mean, that dog we've had. Yeah, I had to, I had to put my uh, my first dog do- down, um, so 11 years ago. I put that one down because you got a bad hip and couldn't get up anymore, and you know how those get. And So we got this one. and Good watchdog. Good watchdog, and... Thought, a little bit of a temperament. But. Thought, well, I thought it was never going to be good with other dogs, and uh, we ended up bringing – I said I had three dogs. We ended up bringing uh, – my son came over with a puppy that he had gotten, and then all of a sudden it was like this dog actually gets along with other dogs. And we brought, when we got another dog then, and then she was great and mothered that dog, and we added a third dog, and she's mothered that dog. So who knew? But anyway, we're having this conversation today. Because I found your replacement dog. Yeah, you walked in. <laughs> you did not. You found uh, you yeah. No. See, my wife said this. She, we, you know, we've debated for a long time. We're empty nesters now. We had three kids, and we're empty nesters all off doing their thing. And so we've kind of we've gotten a dog to replace each kid. Yeah. So we've had well, three kids. You're down a dog. Well, that's just it. We, but we've I had, have we, found you a dog. We've had three big dogs, yeah. and they're pretty well, not huge, but they're they're all fifty five or more pounds yeah. between fifty five and, and ninety. And so my wife's thing was. As long as we've had these dogs, and it's and it's been now what four, three years we've had three of them, and so I'm thinking, all right, that's we're downscaling to two. I'm okay with two. Can't replace that other one. These two are sisters anyway. The two we have are, are sisters, and so I'm like, okay, we're we're good now. And my wife's comment was, well, three's too many, and two's not enough. And I'm like, I don't know what that means. I can't get a half dog. There's no place I know they're going to give you half a dog. Well, I've got a dog that's half something. <laughs> so now you walk in today, and, I, and I, you're getting a dog. Lord, I'm not. The Lord has sent me to you with this dog. No. No, I told you. I'm good. Two is good. Uh, I'll talk to your wife. I'll sh- you're not talking to her. <laughs> she won't have a boy dog anyway, so that's all. Once she meets this mm-hmm. boy. She'll she be won't. Smitten. We've already decided this. We'll never have a. We'll never. Not with our girl dogs. We'll never bring a boy dog in. All of them will be fixed. They're, they're going to love this. He's going to lay out there, and they're just going to dote over him. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Huh? 
Well, he's gonna have to. Come, they're gonna have to come over to your house to visit him then and dote <laughs> over him while he's laying in your yard. I'm not wanting to get another dog just yet. I'm telling you, this, you're gonna love this dog. <laughs> I'll come visit him at your house and see if I like. When you look out in that backyard and see him, you're gonna thank me every day. I can't believe your wife has actually gotten on the kick of wanting a dog, though. I can't either. Not since I, Taco I, bit the dust. Yeah, I, uh, she's lost her mind. I've never. <laughs> I don't know how else to put it. I, I I never thought she'd want a dog. She doesn't like dogs. But we've got friends who have a big dog uh, that she's gotten to where she likes this dog. Okay. She and should go so, visit that dog a lot. <laughs> we should say Is he across the street? Is nah, he down the block? Nah, he's a few blocks away. Oh, she but, can walk over yeah, there. But all of a sudden now she's smitten with a dog. Where? But they've... They've played on her heartstrings. A dog she's met, right? She's no, met. she's never met. What? The, she's never met this dog. So how's she smitten? She's seen it online, and she thinks that this is, would be a good dog. It's for not her. one of these uh, these uh, commercials they put on where they got the whole very sad looking dog. I think so. I think it, they some, haven't eaten ever. Facebook post. Oh, jeez. And I love dogs. You know I love dogs. No, you don't. I do love dogs. Love, love. I love dogs. Love. I have always enjoyed dogs. You won't even come to my house. No, I didn't. You didn't. I'll come over all the time. That pit bulldog and I, we'd had words. (laughs) I didn't hear you do much talking. (laughs) I I pulled up there a couple times and told him, you just come on across this fence, see what happens. Whatever. He was barking at me. I said, you just get, you break out of there and let's see what, what happens, pup. <laughs> Whatever. I'll get she on was his, sweet. Uh, you know, thank Garp done jumped yeah. on. <laughs> <laughs> well, anyway, that's where we start today. We got, uh, it's, a, it's a dog world. Yeah, my wife's got puppy love. That's right. <laughs> Except for he's two years old he's about 75 pounds. That's, it's a big puppy. That's a big old Big puppy. puppy's, le- you know, we had, we had Big Mike on here. <laughs> <laughs> Remember two weeks yeah, ago, big, yeah. big, big, big dogs need People love. People love Big Mac. Yeah. yeah, from the blind side. What are you gonna call it? Uh, somebody else, Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Zach's dog. See, that's how. I, that's how I ended up naming my first dog. Yeah, Bailey. Is somebody, you know somebody? Oh, the principal. Oh, okay. You named after the principal. Yeah. So anytime yeah. I was mad at the principal, I go home and start cussing out the Man. dog. <laughs> there you go. Perfect. That was right. Yeah. Perfect. So I don't name him Zach. Yeah. Well, name him Call. <laughs> I not, want Dupree. He's not, he's not a sheep dog. I don't think Dupree would like getting a dog named. Oh after. come on! Yeah. Yeah, wasn't yeah. that a movie? Yes. Yeah, you mean actually, Dupree or something yeah, like that. that? Yeah, yeah that's actually a pretty good movie. Uh, talk sports today. Now, after yesterday's first segment, which was a complete failure. Well, I, was I went home and made the child ride. I said, "Listen, to this first segment from yeah. today. This was a complete fail." What'd she say? Yeah, well, she pretty well agreed. <laughs> she said, y'all really need to do better. I knew Jordan Angel messed it up. I <laughs> it knew it. <laughs> it wasn't just Jordan's fault. It was all of our fault. Oh, whatever. Whatever. Well, it, it was a complete fail. 903-735-9905. That's the Sonic Hotline. If you want to make segment one better, <laughs> we're like sad dogs. You come adopt us. Make us better. Oh, we're puppies now. Oh, no, we're not puppies. We're old hound dogs. Yeah, we're old way. toothless hound dogs <laughs> right. at this point. Yeah. Anywho, a uh, big baseball game coming up tonight right here yes. on The Fan. Uh, Keith Schutte is going to be over at uh, Texas High tonight. Showdown between the Tigers and the Bob Kittens. So they're going to uh, scratch each other's eyes out for first place in 15-5A. This should be a really good ball game. Yeah, it should. It better be. Now, uh, did you talk to Johnny today? <laughs> Johnny McClure? <laughs> what a joke. Anyway, yeah, I did talk to John McClure, yes. I coached McClure. I did talk to him. And my questions were, number one, if you win, and of course I, I prefaced it with when you win tonight, yes. like that, when you win the expectations, trying to raise expectations. What's the standings going to be? Th- they'll be tied. Tied. So if we finish winning out in – Hallsville wins out after tonight, after they lose to Texas High. If that happens, what's the uh, what's the tie break? He said, no tie break. We just play for it. Went, okay. Play it out. I like and, that. And part of the thought here is – Going to Marshall and play them? Uh, probably. Who knows? Part of the deal here is apparently the, what, 16-5A is 
one, two, three, pretty darn salty. There's a little softer four there. Four, not so much. So, so it doesn't matter if you finish second, third, or fourth. You're getting a really good team in the neighboring district. So you want some of that four action. You get first place, you got a pretty manageable first round playoff well, opponent. Makes sense. So, yeah, that's what I said. I said, well, for, it should be. Four is going to be not yeah, as good. Play it out. He said, no, no. He said, one, two, and three are all about the same. Well, said, that's the problem. Now, do you do that to where you can still bring your pitcher back? Or if you end up in a one-game playoff, you sing your ace out there for that and then have them ready for the playoff? What, is that a Tuesday-Friday turnaround? Or a, well, I don't know. They have to get there. Yeah, they still, well, got, they still got another week and a half didn't to ask, finish. You didn't ask no, these questions? Got, he's not going to say that to me now because, I mean, you don't want to tip off your hand to Hallsville if you beat him tonight and you got a tie coming. Yeah, I'm going to use my ace no, against I'm not saying you're going to. I'm just saying, what's the scenario? Do you have a week in between? Oh, or? I don't know. I'm sure if, probably for a play game like that, they'd probably play that. If their last game was on a Friday, they probably would play the play-in thing maybe even the next day on Saturday. And or then, maybe a Monday or something. Yeah, or a Monday, and then turn around and start the playoffs probably the next uh, Friday. The next Friday. So you might have enough time to turn around, but I kind of think – Because it starts weekend, weekend, weekend. Right, it? right, right. Yeah. I kind of think they'd probably – if you really want the number one spot, you start the ace, and then you worry about I'm going to beat the number four team from the neighboring yeah. district with my second guy. I would think that's how you got to go. Well, about and that. if you're getting into a, if you know you're going to have a playoff series, yeah, then you're fine. Start your number two guy in game one. Right. Well, even so, I mean, but if, if you're, you're in a one game series, if you're taking on a fourth place team, even then they might have, to be they able might to have an arm. Yeah, but you got more bats. They wouldn't be fourth place if they had just you know one arm and bats right. they gotta have right. not much that's what you're telling me i'll believe you and i'm looking at it's funny because he he threw out there we still got to take on longview yeah and so i came in here this afternoon i looked at it again but well we saw longview at his at the border battle or whatever the, the tournament was called and we're really impressed like, yeah, got a lot a, of talent they got about five kids at the top of the lineup that are Problematic. They're three and five in district. Yeah. They may not even make the yeah, playoffs. This is true. Which but, is really strange. You got about five guys at the top of the lineup getting yeah. trouble. Oh no, they can hit. Yeah. But you're three and five in this district. I'm just telling you. I'm just telling you. That's a little bit weird. That that may be a team that we don't even see in the postseason. So you, he said, you know, that's still the team we got to play yet. Yeah. I'm thinking that's fourth place team with a sub 500 well, record. Mount Pleasant's good. Yep. And uh, they're good. Halsell's good. So yep. you got three good teams. Yeah. So it may be like the other district. Fourth place may not be as good. But either way, Longview is going to make you work. So well, got some guys at the top of the lineup. First, you got to win tonight. Got to win tonight, and or so, all of this other just yeah, speculation. You're two down with two to go, and they've beaten you twice. You can't get first place. You're going to be second no matter what. Now, is everybody playing tonight in town? Is LA playing tonight? Uh, I'm assuming everybody's trying to avoid good Friday yeah, play. I'm thinking everybody's up tonight. I know Arkansas High's on the road tonight. Right. And uh, were they Whitehall tonight? I think that's it. And then uh, I'm trying to think if I've seen what PG and LA are doing tonight. I think, I don't know. Because they play I'll next look, Friday yeah, night. I'll look at the break. Next Friday night's when they play again. Their showdown. Yep. Yeah. And we didn't talk about this, but Ellie. They put it a little out and beat North them Lamar. Yeah. Was it WT went out and I think so, yeah. And beat but them another night. Knocked uh, off North Lamar. That win over North Lamar. Um well, it knocked North Lamar back out of first place, which is fine. Yeah, but it brought know. LE back up into a tie for second place, which is where they were anyway. And now they're just a game behind PG. And as you said, the matchup for them's coming up next week. And I'm assuming and they've split. I'm assuming if, if Ellie wins out, they control their own destiny yeah, they as far sp- as district champion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because no they'll questions. be co-champions, but then they'll have the claim of two out of three. You bet. Just like last year. Yeah. It's a very similar scenario to last year. Yeah. If they handle up business. If they don't, and PG comes back and takes that one, well, PG will have basically yeah, wrapped PG up the whole thing. PG will have wrapped up the district title. But I say that. North Lamar's still sitting there and only a game back, know, and they've got to play. PG had to go to extra inning the other night to beat Gilmer. Yeah, which twelve was, to ten. That was surprising. I mean, that's they've struggled a little getting folks out the last ten days. Paris is markedly far and away 
the weakest team in that district right now. But it felt like Gilmer was the second weakest. And then mm-hmm. it felt like, well, it's then it's Pittsburgh, and then it's LEPG North Lamar all kind of grouped together. Kind of like the 16-5A we were talking about a minute ago, that it's three pretty darn solid at the top, and then the one kind of weaker at the bottom. But not seeing Gilmer making that kind of a push makes you wonder a little bit, are the are the Hawks a little susceptible here well, coming to the back end of the season? Because that's, that's a score I didn't expect to see at all. I don't know. I don't know if the Jennings kid went the other night. He'd been going on Tuesday night, and I don't know if they moved around or you know he's got so much pitching. He may have auditioned somebody else, and I just didn't see the game. So and I you're right. Know. You could you could be looking at that going, well, "We're going to beat Kilmer." Yeah, we'll, we'll bring in some somebody other guys else out and, there, and yeah. maybe they didn't perform up to expectations. No telling. But anyway. Yes, we got a lot of baseball going on in town tonight. Let's take the time out. It's about uh, 16 minutes after 5 o'clock. Leaving the yard, Zach and the professor on the fan 1079. We'll come right back in just a couple. Hey, we want to thank the folks over at Budweiser at Fast Signs, the Party Factory, Stuart Title, and High Tech Signs for all being sponsors of the big show. We'll take the time out. We're coming right back. Prepare for the future and reach your full potential at Liberty ILO ISD. At Liberty ILO, our educators assist your child to become a college graduate and or career ready. We believe a safe and secure environment provides the peace of mind necessary for the pursuit of excellence. Our school environment gives our students and staff the freedom to pursue and achieve the highest levels of performance. As we say at Liberty ILO, leopard pride never dies. After 5 o'clock, leaving the yard. Uh, Zach and the Professor here on the fan, 1079-903-735-9905. By the way, we're going to be back in here tomorrow. We're doing Good Friday presentation. Uh, Kirk and Company tomorrow morning? Billy will be in in the morning, oh, hopefully. Very nice. Very nice. Uh, correct a couple of things. We kind of spoke out of turn about baseball. No, you, we didn't. We thought everybody was playing tonight. I, I still am not convinced district. they're not. I don't know. But on PG's... Uh, digital schedule yep. online says they're uh, playing Ashdown tonight, and uh, who who tomorrow night? Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, and Ellie supposedly is playing tomorrow night versus Gilmer. Gilmer. So. Yeah. Some folks seem to be playing on Good Friday. I'm still not convinced. Well, who they, knows? they may have moved the sky. Check, they just haven't. Check seen and anything. find out. Yeah. Check and find out would be Fowler and Fincher haven't sent us anything. Hey, um, you know it's funny. Right before we came back on the break. You mentioned to me about the upcoming uh, A&M Tushkana women's softball schedule. I did. I saw the coolest post this week. You may have seen this. Um, I don't know if you've noticed when uh, we're doing uh, the softball games over there, there's a young lady that comes out there, and every time the slammer girl gets up to bat, she takes her phone, the little girl goes down to the fence and videotapes that little heffling girl that we met the mom the other day. and uh, Okay. Uh, her sister plays, uh, older sister plays softball, I think, at Redwater or whatever. Okay. Well, anyway, uh, she comes to a lot of the games, and she's a big supporter. And, oh, yeah. Uh, well, the other night, uh, Stone and – is it Farfan? Is Farfan, that, yeah. You had Farfan, her Farfan, Aubrey. Uh, no, it's Aubrey. Um, <laughs> and uh, – and, um, That's a good name for a dog, by the it way. It would be, Aubrey. but I, I'm not getting a dog. <laughs> and um, Slammer and another player went out to watch the, the little kids' game. Nice. She was playing in a in like a pee wee league. Excellent. Uh, softball, and so the four of them showed up out there to watch her game. That's excellent. That's I thought that we was need some really, more of that. I thought that was a great story. That, yeah, uh, we need some more. of you that. You know, the little girl's been coming to watch them play. Darn right. And so she went. Uh, the four of them went out there to watch her play her game. I thought that was so sweet. That reminds me of a story today. I'm not deviating from your story, and you're right; it is very. So the the some of the Texas High um, football guys today made the way to uh, I think Theron Jones is where they went to today. All right. So they're doing the same kind of thing. Yeah. Big kids going to the little school, kind of you know coaching up the little kids, reading to them, whatever. So I got these football players in my uh, fourth period class today, and class is getting ready to start, and they're going, "Mr. Zach, oh yeah, what is it?" They went. 
I went to Theron Jones today. Oh, you did? I said, how'd that go? He said, them kids are bad down there. <laughs> <laughs> he said, one of them was making fun of us because we had a, a crooked tooth or something. I went, yeah. you got to be kidding me. They went, oh, crap. Oh, right? oh yeah. Elementary's tough. Those little kids. Yeah. Cut them in. It's like these guys figure they're going in and being football heroes and we're going to yeah, read. And these no, kids are like, no, man. It's a tough audience. You're stupid. Your teeth are crooked. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I'm like, all yeah, right. They'll, they'll make you cry. That's <laughs> Yeah, they, that's right. Take no down there at the elementary. Elementary school teachers. There's a special God's work. That's yeah. right. And, and you know, the only thing worse is those middle school kids. <laughs> Do you want to talk about ninth graders too? Oh no, ninth uh, graders are better than eighth graders. Uh, I'll take a ninth grader any day over. That's ninth true. Grade. But anyway, yeah, we are coming down to the end of uh, all A&M things. They've got the Senior Day for Baseball on Saturday, and then next week is uh, the Senior Day events. they got a doubleheader next week for their Senior yeah. Day. So we're about to wrap up the regular season of baseball and softball over at, uh, over at A&M Texarkana, which is good. They had a good year. They set a uh, school record for wins. Did softball, baseball still scuffled along. They're kind of in the not middle of the pack. They're about third or fourth in the conference, so they're going to get in the postseason. It looks like. It's, uh, find pitching. Can you find pitching? Well, that's the hardest thing. You're I not mean, kidding. When you get the ones that didn't get drafted, the ones that didn't go Division One. Yep. The ones that didn't go JUCO because you can go JUCO and then go into the draft. Whereas if you sign with NAI, you're signing away three years yeah. of your life. Yeah. And so that's why pitching has always been a tough commodity to find down at the NAI level. Not for softball, apparently. No. Westbury won, Anna Westbury, for the fourth time this season. It was named... Pitcher of the week again this week well, after last week winning it. Once again, you don't have a draft. Nope. You don't have the concern about, oh, I'm going to go over here and play for a year, maybe two years, and go to the draft. Yeah, go pro. Or, or go to a Division One. Right. There's a limited number of scholarships, and a four-year school comes along and says, we'll give you this for four years. Well, that's pretty attractive when you're a pitcher. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's a completely different – ball game when it comes to recruitment if you have not been over and both 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 programs are entertaining but you haven't been over and seeing the softball team take it we only got a weekend or two left for them they're going to be gone i think this weekend and back home for the but they've finale. got a makeup series against yeah. texas college they, they've got some, they've games, got some left. games left but if you get a chance to go over to bramlett and watch i'm, I'm guaranteeing you you're going to have a good time yeah. and they are some they're talented ladies and they the lineup is just loaded, yes. and they're fun to watch because of their goofiness in the dugout. Yeah, no, they're just Coach Stone has a good. I bragged on Coach Stone uh, other morning because of the way she handled a terrible call the other day that really cost her a ball game. But she was she said her piece and then moved on about it. You know, you mentioned the terrible call. Have you seen a video of the umpire that got? basically accosted and thrown to the ground. Have you seen that video? No, I have not. There's a video floating around social media, and it looks like little kids. I mean, it's not high school or I college. They're mean. No, it's, <laughs> it's not the kids. It's not the kids. It's the coach. No. A little league coach going to Not fire. even little. I don't know what it is. It's, it's traveling team or something. It's in Texas. And uh, the umpire rung up a kid. You're out, and started cleaning off the plate and the coach came out and he said something to the umpire and the umpire tossed him thumb you're out of here and no sooner did he do that and the coach grabbed the guy around the throat and literally threw him backward down on the ground he was down on the ground for a while and ended up i don't know if they ended up hospitalized or what the deal was and the call was well first of all you better arrest this guy for assault second of all he never better be allowed to coach any youth anything again Third, you ought to be an umpire for a day. <laughs> Take that abuse. Well, you know, the other morning I had a show by myself, and I, I ran it on the fact that, you know, that was a bad call in that softball game the other day. The next day we saw umpire in the field that struggled. Mightily. Mightily. But I also said we're getting fewer people willing to officiate any level. Yep. Because parents act a fool, players now act a fool. And coaches act fool. And that's why I commended Marie Stone for saying her piece yeah. and then going about her business. And it, it's tough to do that. 
to accept that this was a bad call and it may cost me this ball game. But you're not going to change it. But you're not going to change it very often. And and I said it was a regular season ball game. You play a bunch of them. It's tougher when it's a championship game and a, and a an official's call costs you a championship. Um, but it's just harder and harder to get people to officiate. And that's why I said the other day, any technology that can be used now, sports leagues ought to be moving towards it. Because we've seen in tennis, I think it's calmed some tennis players down to know... Oh, no question. That... Eye in the sky don't lie. Yeah, yeah. You That's can it. argue, you can yep. act full, yep. but we're going to show you right here. Yep. And so any technology... If in five years we're still using an umpire to call balls and strikes in baseball, that's that seems problematic well, to me. Well, you're not in the majors. And yeah, it sounds like you may not in college, yeah, maybe. But yeah. where this, where this oh, umpire well, got yeah. accosted... You're not going to be able to change that. And that's the most well, insane say that. part of all. I say that. You might be able to at some point to afford inexpensive technology to fix that. I don't see how you can. I think I think the technology is going to get relatively inexpensive. Well, and this is the part that makes me the craziest because the the video that got posted of this was accompanied by a female umpire who had taken her own selfie and was posting it with a black eye that she had because a softball coach, I believe it was, punched her in the face during the game. I, I don't know... The the group with the most at stake, college coaches, their jobs at stake. High school coaches, their jobs at stake. We, we, we joke a lot about, but their jobs are at stake. If they don't win well, if they're whatever, they could be. You know, these guys at Little League or whatever it is, their jobs aren't at stake. No. They're supposed to be teaching kids yeah. baseball or softball. The, we got to win at all costs is crazy. Well, and at that level, it's more intense than it is at high school or college. And that's why, typically, when you've come up through the ranks, been in your you know, kinesiology classes, you've been taught this is acceptable behavior, this is unacceptable. And I've seen umpires and football officials meet with coaches groups and say, this is what will get you rung up. Yes. This is where the line is. No question. And if you cross it, this is what's going to happen. And that's why most of the time, not always, but most of the time professionals, people who are drawing a check, understand they get it. where the line is. Yeah, you say your piece and you walk but away. You've got some volunteer coach who and like he thinks say, he's Billy Martin. Yeah. And I'm old with that, but he yeah. thinks he's Billy Martin. Yeah. And, you know, I've... You know, you should be out here at some of these youth soccer games. You know, I remember when they would put a kid out there on the field to officiate. Well, believe me, those kids were, were ill-prepared to officiate at any level. Well, sure they are. And I understand training and all. Sure. And, and it, it was tough at times because your kids are playing hard and the kids over here not really sure what's going on. Right. And all, but you just have to live with it. Yeah, you know, my my daughter refed with me. I mean, I made sure yeah. she wasn't doing it on her own. She was doing it with me. Yeah. So if there was ever an issue, it was you're gonna have to come at me. You're not gonna come yeah. at the little girl and yell at her. You're gonna have to yell at me. And I think that I don't know how we recruit people to do that anymore. You know, someone will do it for I'll take the thirty five bucks or whatever yeah. you're gonna get paid for it. But that's only until you get yelled at a couple of times and you go, you know what? I don't need the thirty five bucks that yeah. bad. I think I've shared this story before. I had gone over to a PGY game a couple of years ago, and a guy I knew was coaching, and he kind of crossed the line a couple yeah. of times. But uh, he started waving his wallet at the oh, official. Really? Uh, you know, how much did the other guy give Oh, my God. But the, but the official was Lucas Walker. <laughs> <laughs> so he didn't, he didn't wave it vigorously? <laughs> I'm just thinking to myself, buddy – I'd find the line and I'd get behind it. I wouldn't cross it. He's going to hurt you. <laughs> and Luke's dad was the other official. Yeah, that's probably that's not a good team you don't yeah, get involved yeah, in. Bad, bad call. <laughs> bad, I don't mean bad refereeing call. Bad call, coach. I'm going to rethink your life choices right there. Tom and Lucas probably that's not hurting on you. I don't care who your partner is. I don't think you want to jump in on that tag team. 
It's 29 minutes till 6 o'clock. Leaving the yard, Zach and the Professor on the fan. 1079. We'll take the break. We're coming back. You've already been the victim of a careless driver, and now you find yourself at the mercy of a billion-dollar insurance company. Don't be a victim twice. I'm Monty Murray with the Murray Law Office, and I can help you through this process. So give me a call at 903-823-3000. We're located at 3918 Texas Boulevard here in Texarkana. I'm Monty Murray, and I'm telling you, don't be a victim twice. Staring down the barrel of a shotgun. We are back about 25 minutes till 6 o'clock, leaving the yard. Zach and the professor here on the fan, 107.9. Uh, looks like I finally got a wide receiver in Green Bay. Sammy. Woo-woo. Sammy's there, and Slammer's going to play well. I have, I have faith. He's worked with some of the coaches before, and they know him. And but Sammy's only 28. I thought he was older. When I heard that today, when one of the guys said today, you guys signed a receiver, I'm like, who did we sign? Sammy Watkins. I said, Sammy's got to be 33, 34 years old. 28 blew me away. And his low mileage because he's always hurt. Yeah, thanks. Yeah, that's good. That's a good plan. Pick the guy (laughs) up. John Daniel signing. Pick the guy up who's going to go, I don't know, five or six games, and then he's done. Hey, you're in the yard. What's up, gentlemen? Oh, man. You're, you're 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 elusive today. You're in the third segment, well, which you never strange, do. Hey, you never you never know when I'm gonna pop up. That's what I'm saying. No, I had to had to run had to run mom over by the uh, car place to pick up a car after work. So just just now cars again. Eh? <laughs> Man, someone's got to do it. <laughs> hey, you know, if they don't pass those traits down, nobody will know how to do it in the future. <laughs> you know, you know she, she's old. She can take she can take the time. She won't get as long. <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. And they'll be lenient with her. Yeah, yeah. They're less likely. That, that's it, dude. Yeah. They're like, oh, poor old lady. She probably needed the car. We'll, that's we'll right. give her probation. Say, I like it. What's going on? Hey, I, now I, I heard y'all kind of poo-poo my comic genius. Yeah, I got I, it was weak, it, man. Here's now, now, hey, now I, I, I granted the joke is not funny at all. the 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 whole point of that joke is to see how far you can build it. Oh, I got that. I got keep that. People entertained. One thing I will say about Gilbert Gottfried, and this is why I put him in a comic genius character category not so much for what he's saying but his timing and delivery are on point he's got a very unique style of delivery or he had and i always thought there are certain comedians that are best when you put them in a role something they do well you know rodney dangerfield could be funny in a movie but he played one role it wasn't like he exactly. was going to, it, you know, occasionally Robin Williams would stretch himself or whatever and do oh, something different. A lot, yeah. But some, Robin Williams was a trained actor, too. Yeah, but some comedians just have a role they can play. Gilbert Godfrey's that guy. That's why he was best as the bird. He, he had a script. He had to stick to it. But his delivery was so unique and so strong, he was great as the bird. And so uh, I, I think there are certain roles you could plug him in. And he was great, but as far as you know, a stand-up, I never thought it was all that great. Now, now you got to admit the delivery on that joke. To, oh, he's got with, with as foul as that was to keep putting on and putting on, and you just keep laughing every time he keeps adding. You're every, like, every, what more can he do with this? The, the genius of his delivery in that joke is not, you know. It's not any different from any other time. It's the fact that he interrupted it about three or four times and then brought it back around. Right. <laughs> when you can do that, exactly. when you can have the distraction, and, and Chuck will tell you this, being in a classroom, you have to 
do some of that because you're always getting interrupted always. by whatever by students or the phone, the phone, fire or, drill, you know, whatever. You're always it's a constant, and so there is a real talent to being able to bring something back around, and, and that's what he did in that presentation. So I'll give him that, but I'm still not ready to call him a genius. No, I'm not either. <laughs> so you can't you can't sell that here. Hey, that, that's not a problem. But you got to give me a shot for trying. I am in the market for a Lamborghini. If I don't know how your mom is with uh, foreign cars, but uh. I'm, a, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna ask you this: since we got you on, we're talking about comedians, and with Gilbert Gottfried's passing this week, who do you think's the best female comedian? Because we, we you threw up the names the other day, and I thought about that after the show. Everybody you, you named, and we all agreed, were guys. What woman's the one you yeah, think that, you. that that's the that's the headliner right there? Who's that? The one, the one that I would say that's out there now, and she kind of showed her chops at the Oscars, and that would be Amy Schumer. Yeah, I'm 100% with you. I, her timing is amazing. Her ability to take something and, and go with it, she's, she's good off the cuff like she was the other night on the Oscars, but she's really got a unique delivery, and she's, she's pretty bawdy on top her, of that. Her, pretty body when she made her seat when she made her seat filler joke on kirsten dunst at the academy awards it was so believable that <laughs> people were like flipping i mean she according to what she w- was saying on the howard stern show the other day she had the secret service call concerned because she was getting death threats because people thought she was poking fun at kirsten dunst when kirsten dunst was in on the joke well sure but she is very good. You know, Wanda Sykes, on the other hand, is just a female Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah. She plays a great character. Yes. You can put her in a Disney movie as a voiceover. Yep. She's fantastic. And and she in Lion King? Is she one of the voices in Lion King? I think she is. Yeah, that goes oh, back a while. Whoopi Goldberg was in Lion King. Uh, maybe Whoopi. it's Whoopi. Maybe That's it's Whoopi it. I'm thinking of. But Wanda Sykes yeah, Whoopi is... Whoopi was... Uh, yeah, she's one of the hyenas Whoopi is. Yeah. She was one of she was the main hyena. But but Wanda Sykes has been in some animated movies that she's very good because she's she's similar to Godfrey. She's got that kind of one trick pony thing, but she's talented. She hey, never go people, write, people write the role for you, you go for it, that's for sure. Yeah. yeah. They, and they write a big check with it. Yeah. They, there you go. Yeah. See, Zach does voiceover work all the time because he's got a great voice. Really? Yeah, you I do, do commercials. voiceover work. I don't do voiceover work ever. You've done commercials no, down through the that's years. That's not voiceover work. Well, what is it? Well, here's here's the difference between Chuck and me. You know, I, I get calls to work all the time. So, well, you got a great voice, sci-fi guy. I'm like, yeah, I got a face for radio. Yeah. Well, we you're right. Do. That is a difference. Yeah. You're exactly right yeah. about that. <laughs> Zach's, Zach's a handsome devil. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> all right, man. Hey, did they, is that a Richard Simmons? Are you still floating around, Chuck? Is there, is, I didn't hear it. The Richard Simmons picture of you and Richard. I don't know where that thing went. Yeah. I don't know. I'll have to look around. He's, Maybe at the house someplace. The four corners of the earth to destroy all evidence of No, no. I don't have a friendship with, with Richard Simmons. Well, you know, it was up on the website forever. Yeah, I don't know what yeah. happened to it. I think uh, the And I didn't the think, I didn't think when you posted on the internet, it died. No, I probably didn't. I, you probably could do a Google search and find that. Hmm. Or maybe Richard Simmons destroyed all the pictures. Yeah, I don't know. Ask him to take it may have been down. that. It was hurting Richard Simmons more than it was hurting be. Chuck. That's true. <laughs> Gave me credibility. Hey, y'all have a great one, guys. Say, uh, yeah, for don't, those who don't know, he brings that up. Uh, years ago, I don't even know how many years ago. It's been 25 or more years ago, 30 years ago. Richard Simmons was in Texarkana. And I guess radio station? It must have been coming to a radio station for an interview or something. And uh, we did some pictures. So we're doing this, like, okay, we're going to do a, you know, not a selfie back then, obviously, but sort of like a picture. And at the last minute, instead of standing there normal, he kind of does something goofy, and that picture is the one that got taken. And I mean, a goofy-looking picture with Richard Simmons. I just right. don't know where it's it going, happens. though. No, it shouldn't. It shouldn't it happen. Happens. But it happened you on this day. You think it's going to be a normal picture. Yeah, with Richard I've Simmons. before, then Baloo reaches up in there and gets you. <laughs> nice. And he's wearing the workout thing, yeah. which is what made it even weirder. And maybe it's I wasn't wearing the workout thing, which made it even that much weirder. I don't know. All right, let's take the break. It's about uh, 16 minutes until 6 o'clock. Short break here coming up. 
We'll take the uh, time out. We'll come right back. Leaving the yard, Zach and the professor on the fan. We got to come back and talk NBA. Playoffs are getting ready to start in earnest once we get this play in tournament crap out of the way. Where is Luka as we get ready to roll? Is that going to cost the Mavericks potentially a first round series? We'll be back. Leaving the yard. Fifteen minutes till six o'clock. Leaving the yard. Zach and the professor on the fan. One zero seven nine nine zero three seven three five nine nine zero five is the number. I'm looking at scores here real fast, and of course I'm a Brewers fan, having grown up in the Milwaukee area for the first twenty odd years of my life, and they're beating the Cardinals. So they were odd years. Things they were, were odd that years. Explains your yeah. makeup. The even years I lived someplace else, but All the right. odd years I lived <laughs> in in the Milwaukee area. But anyway, they're on top of St. Louis four nothing in the uh, third or fourth inning. And uh, I'm starting – I'm looking at, you know, okay, they're playing – it's a three-year, four-game series this week. And as I run the schedule, it's the first of 19 games they've got against the Cards and the Cubs and the Reds and the Pirates. And I'm thinking, you got to be 19 games each. And I know this isn't new this year. It's just annoying when you start looking at it and going, my God, there are like 30 teams in Major League Baseball, and we're doing interleague play, and of the 162, 76-ish are against your own four teams. I mean, back in the day when we had, what, eight teams in a league, I could see, well, you're going to have to play. We got 30 teams now. I uh- I'm not a fan of it. It's been here for a decade now. I hate it. I was never a fan of it. But like I say, TV likes those Red Sox-Yankees uh, matchup. And this it, way, the Eastern Division gets all those matchups. And, and it reminds me, what were we, probably three years ago, where the Rangers just got pummeled by the Astros. Yes. It's like 17-2 and two that Something year. Something like that. Enough already. We know you're better than the Rangers. Yes. Do we have to play any more? 17-2 and two is pretty convincing. And if you're in a weak division, how does anybody have a chance to... Well, and that's why, you know, there are teams that just feast off their divisions. It's awful. Yeah. But that's how baseball goes. Oh, you know what? It's We had this conversation a week or two ago about realigning this thing. Now that baseball's, you know, getting rid of the DH, yeah. can you realign the league or leagues and get the divisions into something more manageable? And do we really need five teams in a division or... Can we make it whatever, eight teams, ten teams, whatever in a division, and play other people once in a while? You're preaching to the choir. I'm not so much wanting realignment, just the schedule's ridiculous. Maybe I'm ready for realignment, though. Yeah, every once in a while, you kind of, it's fun to play with. Where would you move teams around to? I will say this. As a um, longtime Longhorn football fan that goes to the games. Yeah. I'm kind of looking forward to seeing some different teams in, sure. in the future. Uh, if I had season tickets to an MLB team and I saw the same teams over and over, yeah. now I know they rotate one from the other league every you know every yes. year. You get a different division in the other league, but there's usually like two games or it three is. games. It's that's quick. It. It's a quick yeah. turnaround. So, uh, but yeah, if I I would enjoy seeing some different teams, and I know some people care about rivalries, but in uh, baseball, do they really? Yeah. I mean, you've got one rival. I mean, honestly, if we're talking about this, like, are the Yankees big rivals with no Boston? Anybody else? Boston, the Is Cubs. Tampa and, I mean, they should be. I mean, no. good. They're competitive and it's good, but it's not a historical rivalry. The Cubs and the Cardinals, Cardinals are rival. historical rival. Those Dodgers and Giants. Those rival. Like I say, there's four or five that are real rivals, yes. and that's it. I Rangers. Agree. Nobody. Astros are not a rivalry. No. That is not a rivalry. It's no. just not. It and never none has of these, been. None of these teams have actual yeah. rivals. Uh, they just don't. You know, Pittsburgh and Philadelphia just because. Just because. But for the most part, 
We could do away with all of that, and I don't think anybody would be too upset. No. Yankees-Red Sox would have to stay. And that's what that's what makes it all happen. And Giants-Dodgers would have to stay, yeah. and Cubs-Cards would have to stay. Yeah. But you can't tell me they can't move the others around and make baseball a little bit more 21st century. I did direct deposit today for the first time. You know, I, I that saw that email out the other day. Yep. And I thought, well, Chuck, Zach, go for this. And, you know, this is what brings this conversation on. I'm actually moving into the early part of this century now. And in the direct deposit. deposit. If I can do that, Major League Baseball can rethink this. Wow. I know. My wife asked me, who are you? That was yesterday's conversation. I'm just in shock. DNA test, because I don't think you're actually my husband. It's true. It's me. That's crazy. I know. NBA now. Luka Doncic, strained calf. Scary look the other day when he pulled up lame. They were lucky the play-in tournaments happened, and a week's going to go by before he's got to be on the court. Well, the scary thing is they're, they're going against a Utah team that they split 2-2 two and two with mm-hmm. during the regular season, and all the wins were at home. And they're in a seven-game series, and they get the first two at home. They'd almost have been better off – if they'd have been on the road. Uh, the, the biggest thing is, if they set him these first two games, that they, they're a good chance they lose their home Seriously. court advantage. Yeah. And I don't really have a problem with them playing the other night. I, they should have been monitoring the, uh, the other game that the Warriors were playing and seeing that the Warriors game was already a blowout. And that at that point that they realized that that game was a blowout and they had no chance, then they should have pulled Luka. It was a freaky-looking injury, though. Yeah. It just looked like he just well, he not was, even landed. He was doing funny. a Luka know. maneuver where he was trying to buy time to make a crazy pass, and that's what he does. He does that every night. And so I I wish – you know, it's, it's so funny that even when the league tries to be decent to Cuban, they screw him over because Luka shouldn't have been playing the other night. No. Because he, he picked up that technical, yeah. and he should have been forced to set that game. For people who don't know, he's 16 technicals. Yeah. When you get to 16 technicals, you're supposed to sit a game. And the only game was left was San Antonio. He was going to have to set out the last right. game of the year, but they rescinded the technical because it was such a horrible call. Yeah. They rescinded and so they it. went back and actually fixed it. Yeah. And so <laughs> they got to play. Luka got to play. So even when the league did Cuban right, they did him wrong. Well, they didn't do him wrong. <laughs> I. I'm afraid Luka Doncic's going to be a guy for his entire career who's going to have lower leg issues his entire career. Ankles, feet, calves, whatever. He just, to me, feels like a guy who's not terribly smooth and is in traffic an awful lot and is going to come down on people's feet or turn an ankle, whatever. He just feels to me like he's always going to have lower body issues. I don't disagree with that, but so did Dirk. Dirk was a habitual ankle problem. He was always missing segments of seasons here and there and, and that's all right Luca, it'll limit his minutes yeah I hate that it's in the first round of a playoff game against a solid opponent there's a lot of pressure on Utah they're like the Mavericks they haven't advanced when people expected yeah. them to they have not and, and they're one of those teams that if they don't advance this year they may get broken up and they go a different direction or whatever and so, does that franchise blow things up very often no, it doesn't feel like that's but, their M.O. Uh, it doesn't, but I think they're going to reach a point of frustration that they're not getting out of the first round. And, and that means you don't – you know, by blowing up, you move one of your major pieces and you swap for another major piece. You know, you may move Donovan Mitchell uh, in exchange for somebody else. I'm just – I can't see moving Donovan Mitchell. I, and I don't know that they can – I don't know anybody's going to come to Utah as a free agent that's going to matter. No, no, you got to move him you're for another piece. To, no, I know. But if you move him, you, it just feels like yeah. you're just – but you, just you, you sliding gotta, sideways. I think you look at your chemistry and go, how can we make it better? You know, because chemistry matters. I mean, what we're seeing in New Orleans is pretty amazing that they were, what, 1-11? Yeah. And then they go out and get C.J. McCollum, yeah. who had plays for years, productive, but had never been the star because Damon Lillard was the star. He, and still would be if they were together. Yeah. But McCollum comes down here, there's no Zion, and he's the reins are turned loose, and he's having in the second half of the season his career time. Yes, and he's made them a, a very competitive ball club. And you wonder now what's Zion Williamson's future. I don't know 
that we're ever going to get a healthy on the yeah, court Zion, and it may know. not be in New Orleans. Yeah, I don't know what's going to happen because he feels like the accident waiting to happen yeah. as well. An over and bloated the other day when he made a public appearance. Yeah. He doesn't look right. Guy with feet issues too, and you're going to put on extra weight. I mean, what are you doing? It's your and I know you're not out playing basketball well, up and down the court, but you're, got, you're monitoring he, your diet. He never has to work again. He signed a contract that he can live off of the rest of his life. He can he can live large. Well, he's already started. He's gotten a head start on large, <laughs> and that's it's unfortunate yeah. because around the rim he may have been the most dominating player in the he, league, other he than was, Giannis. If, he was is an exciting rookie. The anticipation. Yes. Of him coming in was as excited as the league's been about anybody since, I don't know, maybe LeBron. And now does anybody care? I think the league's focused on John Moran well, and what he can be as opposed to what Zion's I don't potentially. Think, I don't think the league loves Ja. Why not? I don't think they think he's marketable. Are you kidding? I love Ja's game. Don't get me wrong. He is fun he needs to watch. Some playoff exposure and he'll be marketable. No it's hard him. to be marketable out of Memphis. That's part of his problem. Well, and and but you get some success. It it's Luca's problem. We had this conversation. Luca can't get in the MVP conversation seriously because they can't get past the first round. Yeah. Oh, I agree. John Moran, they, their team finished second this year in yeah. the West. But you can get a couple. Of we talked about Jaws' pro- biggest problem is they're so good without him. Well, that's all right. Yeah, you want you want to be in that the problem. Astros over Rangers, good. <laughs> like seventeen and two. Nobody's that good. Nobody's. <laughs> Is record without jaw this year. Oh, no, they're outstanding. <laughs> That's still they're low intensity games. These are about to be high intensity well, games starting. Yes, that's what we like about the NBA playoffs. Yes. They're right. high intensity. We're about out of time. We want to remind folks we are about an hour ish away from a pregame. Key Shooty's going to hop on here in about an hour. We'll start for the 7 o'clock uh, first pitch as Texas High hosts Hallsville tonight. It is the biggest game in town, uh, and there isn't even any question because I don't think anybody else is playing. Yeah, it <laughs> Texas High softball starting here in about five minutes. Yes, they're looking for a win tonight too, but the big game is going to be on the baseball field. First place, Hallsville. Second place, Texas High. Showdown over at uh, the Tiger baseball field. If you're not doing anything... Take a run out. If you are doing something, turn Keith Shooty on. He'll tell you everything that's going on baseball in about an hour. Don't laugh at that. Keith will turn you on. <laughs> They're turning Keith out. Smooth tones of Keith Shooty. <laughs> All right. We're done for tonight. You guys take care. We'll see you. Leaving the yard uh, tomorrow afternoon at 5. Kirk and Company tomorrow morning with Billy Lavender. You don't want to miss any of Billy's show tomorrow. You guys hang around for that. See you tomorrow on The Fan 1079.